It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. When his idea of game night has you feeling played, Your teacher's pet has become unleashed. And inseparable has become intolerable. Visit boystown.org parenting. Whether you're a parent, grandparent, or guardian of a toddler, teen, or someone in between, we've got parenting guides, articles, videos, tools, and quick tips from experts backed by over 100 years of experience. Get your parenting going in the right direction with Boys Town, saving children and healing families. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. And today I'm joined by my great friend, Rachel Rosenberg. She's an amazing lady. I met her on a course when we were both doing um, a, a speaking program. She grew up in Detroit and began her career in art and fashion. Her desire for financial freedom and the quality of life took her to Chicago, achieving the title of VP of a finance company. Now, this is a lady who has had has experienced great challenge in her life. And this is her quote. Always be thankful for the bad things in life as they open your eyes to see the good things you weren't paying attention to before. Rachel, it's such a thrill to have you on the program. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you. Oh, thank you. So just spend, uh, give us a small um, idea of your story. You know, you obviously have uh, experienced significant challenge. So share that with us. Okay. Um, that basically about four, after I moved to Chicago, I became a single mom of three kids. And well, I came to Chicago and had three kids and then became a single mom uh, 18 years later. And after that, I was trying new experiences and I decided to learn how to snowboard and it's been a little over three years and I ended up suffering a traumatic brain injury through an accident that happened that snowboarding weekend and the majority of the people who live through it many commit suicide or you know best case have other mental and physical challenges that keep them from ever doing anything again. And so I'm so grateful that I was able to meet a holistic neurologist and it's been, it's almost four years now. And I am now, you know, coming back, I've been working extremely hard to overcome or 
and not get back to who I was, which was initially what my goals were. But as the quote that you shared explains is that so many blessings, so many lessons have come out of the accident. My snowboard is in my living room. Like I look at it all day, every day to remind me, to remind me of that. And I'm just so grateful. And somebody asked the other day if I would, if I wish that it didn't happen. And certainly I wouldn't want to go through the experience again by choice, but I don't have any regrets because I'm living a different life. I'm living a more grateful life. I'm in the moment. The relationships that I have had prior to and the new ones that I have now are just, you know, just so on a different level. And it's just been the, the biggest blessing. And I hope to, you know, inspire others to not give up when the odds are not in their favor. You know, you know it's interesting. I have so many guests and so often they have an inspirational story where they have dealt with, with tragedy, with uh, disability, with, uh, you know, financial problems, whole range of really intense challenges. And I can remember the first time we talked about your injury and how you thought you were okay, but you went off to casualty uh, of the A&E department and you were rushed in and told, you've got to have an operation, you might not live, have you got a will? Uh, yes. And, you know, to come back from something which was as traumatic as that and be as positive as you are, I think is inspirational. But what strikes me is how many people, what is the difference between people like yourself and me and many of my guests who, who take the decision that the challenge is going to be the shift between the life that they were living and living a vastly richer and more, a more purposeful life, mm -hmm. whilst other people stay victims to the circumstance and they never move past it. What do you think makes the difference? You know, there is, a, there is an amazing book by Viktor Frankl, and it's called The Meaning of Life. And it's in, there is something called post-traumatic growth, but it's also one of the most phenomenal quotes in the book. And I can't remember it exactly, but basically it says that no matter how bad the circumstances are, and just to give you a relative scenario, Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist in the Holocaust. Right. He was a victim in the Holocaust and he, but that was his profession. Okay. And so the book is so interesting, but, but the quote he shares is that in tragic, you know, the most tragic situation, we have a choice. We decide how we're going to respond. And it's, so many times I know for myself, and I'm, I, I don't know about with you, you had a similar experience, but it's in 
hindsight. You yes. know, it wasn't the decision for a while. It was the fight to fight just to live. Yes. And then to get back and then to realize I don't want to go back. You know, I felt almost like the snowboard was became an exclamation point. You know, there's a saying that says when you don't get the, the lesson doesn't go away until you get the lesson. Absolutely. <laughs> it tends to get bigger and bigger, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I believe it's a choice, you know, I, and it was a choice. And when they, when they specifically said, this is fatal and we'll do what we can to save your life in front of my youngest child at the time who was nine. Oh my goodness. And I mean, they had no regard and it it was in that moment that I was like shifted from, you know, being paralyzed to all of a sudden deciding I am going to fight like I've never fought. Like this is not going to be the end. <laughs> and, you know, and so it's it's been quite a journey. But, you know, again, so grateful. I mean, we met my initial reason for doing the speaking class was because to share the accident and it didn't even end up being what I shared. No. But that's how I met you. So no accidents. <laughs> no accidents at all. I don't believe in accidents. <laughs> we're going to go to a short break now and afterwards we're going to talk about uh, how you come back from um, a really challenging situation and you know it doesn't you don't have to fall down a mountain uh, on a snowboard or in my case fall off a, a, a mogul on the black run um, in order to take stock of your life and to do things differently so listeners don't go away we'll be back with you in a very short while okay here we go three two three two one COVID-19 has been a really long and difficult fight. So when we start talking about COVID, I completely get it. It's frustrating. We've all been impacted one way or another. The fight against COVID is also changing really quickly. And it's sometimes really hard to keep up. So here are a few things we know. We are not fighting the same virus from 2020. Right now, new variants are a lot more contagious and need to be taken seriously. Getting vaccinated and staying boosted is the best way to keep you protected from COVID-19 and help you stay out of the hospital. Even if you got COVID before, it's important that you go get your COVID booster. COVID vaccines are safe much safer than getting COVID-19. We all want this to end sooner than later. So go ahead and do things. Go out and live your life, but get vaccinated, stay boosted. We can all do our part. And get back to living. You can go to getvaccineanswers.org for more information. Last week, Brandon met a girl on a dating app. One day after work, he finally found the courage to ask her out. No answer. He started to panic. Was he being too pushy? Maybe it was too... Hey, sorry I didn't respond. I was driving. I would love to go on a date. How does tonight sound? Brandon tried to play it cool, but inside he knew. A girl so smart, so responsible. She must be a keeper. So, welcome back. Rachel, we were talking before about how accidents you know significant trauma can act as the catalyst for change in your life and I know that you fought tooth and nail we left you in the emergency room before the break where you were told that this was life 
limiting and that they didn't expect you to survive. And here we are, you know, some time later when I know you still have your challenges, but but you are living life to the full and helping other people to do the same. What for you made the difference? It was in in reflection, definitely. And one of the things, one of the, one of the very big things I, I'd love to share because it, I believe it could help others is I prided myself on being self-reliant. You know, I had three children. I worked 60 hours in corporate America um, and many other things in addition. And I prided myself on never needing anything from anyone or want, accepting or asking for help. And I had no choice in this situation. And, and of the people I could ask, the only one that could help me was my father. And he was 82 at the time. And it was so hard. And, and to ask him to get me to my therapy, which was every day for three hours, an hour away. So to what put that on, you know, on my 83-year-old father, 82, and drive my kids to school, come back, get me, drive me an hour, wait in the car for three hours, drive me back an hour, go back and get my kids. Yes. And... I get in the car one day and every day I got in the car, I was so uncomfortable. My, me, he didn't make me feel that way. It was my no, own. No. And he said, Rachel, this has changed my life forever. You have gotten me through the toughest time I've ever been in and never shared. You've given me purpose. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> and I, I, I he said, you gave me purpose. I, I have this renewed closeness to you and your children. And I, I didn't, I have a reason to get up every day now. And it just, if I can inspire anybody to not do that, to you allow people to feel important and to contribute. And our relationship is so much richer now because of that i think that's so important and i'm smiling not at your difficulties but i've always loved to help okay and it's given me always given me a great sense of satisfaction to be able to do something to make a positive difference but i too particularly uh, and even now at times i struggle to ask for help Yes. And I suspect that, that many people are in that situation, that they, they fear rejection, they don't want to bother people and so on. But I was on a course in California and we were buddied up with a guy, uh, with, with somebody. And my guy was called John. I can't remember his surname, but we spent five days together and he was a really great guy. And one of the uh, exercises we had to do was about giving and receiving help. And we were talking about giving help and I explained how I just loved it. And he said, what about receiving it? Now, bearing in mind, I was wheelchair bound at this time. I could walk a couple of steps unaided, but not much more. And I said, I really struggle. And he said, what right have you who loves to help other people to not give others the opportunity to help you? 
And wow. it really made me think. Mm-hmm. I thought I was being, you know, self-sufficient and tough. But I realized that if I enjoy and get so much out of helping people, then other people will. Anyway, fast forward to the end of the course. I live in the UK. At that time, you could buy different things in in America and it was very much cheaper to buy clothes. So I got a couple of days before I flew home and I went to the local mall to buy some Christmas presents because this was December. Now, the hotel was up a mile drive and the mile drive was uphill from the main road. So I'd been shopping and I came up the drive and about halfway up the drive, my electric hired electric wheelchair died. My mobile phone wouldn't work. I'm sitting in the drive in my wheelchair. There's nobody around. And I think, what am I going to do? I can't walk. Anyway, a taxi came up the drive and the taxi driver stopped. He spoke no English. I spoke no Spanish, but he could see the problem. So he parked his taxi and he started to push the wheelchair up. Oh, my God. Within a couple of minutes, another taxi stopped. He was flagged down by the first taxi driver who parked his car and he and the three people in the taxi got out and they started to push one another. And by the time I got up to the hotel, there were 17 people pushing my wheelchair as a train. We were all crying with laughter and my reluctance to ask people for help shifted significantly. What an amazing story. And um, what a spectacle. It felt like the whole hotel was standing <laughs> outside watching. Uh, but it really wow. taught me a lesson. And uh, I, I wonder, you know, you're, you're, it's making me think that that is a common, common combination that many of us, because I too am the same, I would do anything. It's like, the best thing in the whole world is to know that I can help somebody yes. and to not be, you know, up until then be able to receive it. And so, I think for so many people, they receive their sense of self-worth by what they do for others. And so often they'll put themselves at the bottom of the priority because they are so busy helping other people that they forget themselves. And I know I've been guilty of that, but it's reminded me that, that when I first met you and we were on this course to, um, to prepare for a TEDx and all of that, that you, your theme was put your oxygen mask on first. And it's the advice that, that airlines give us, isn't it? But how often we fail to put on our own oxygen masks that we look after everybody else instead. So, yeah, and yes. Talk me through why it's so important to you that, to put on your own oxygen mask first. Well, this was another lesson huge from, that came out of the accident as a giver like yourself. And I believe that so many of us, we wake up every day And, you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants and we're reactive. We're running out the door the kids need us. Say, you know, we have to make lunch, our, our significant others or our animals or, you know, and then all day we're just reacting, you know, and just to get through the day to crash and just be like, ah, you know, I made it through the day. And 
one of the things that even this morning, when things get crazy and get overwhelmed and I get off my routine, it's life-changing to go back to it. And so what I want to share with everybody in securing your own oxygen mask is how important and how day-changing and life-changing getting up one to three hours earlier in the morning than you need to be. And for those of you that love your sleep and you're, you're not morning people, I promise that after a week of doing this consistently, even as hard as it is some days to wake up and not or not hit the snooze button, your, your things are going to be so different when you start the day that way. And what's interesting to me is this has been a personal experience, but studies have shown that 90% of top executives in Fortune 500 companies and above, and 50% of all self-made millionaires wake up at least three hours before their actual workday begins. And I'm so gonna, I'm going to stop you there because we've got to go to a quick break. But we're okay. going to continue how yes. this is uh, life changing and how this can help you be more successful after the break. So don't go away. We'll be back in a moment. Home. It's the place where we go to feel secure, safe, and loved. But for thousands of youth living on the streets, there's no such thing as home. Out here, it's a predatory world that can destroy lives forever. At Covenant House, we give at-risk youth a place to go where they feel safe, supported, and people care about their future. A place to call home. To help or get help, go to safeplacetosleep.org. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. So just before the break, we were talking about how you have found that getting up early not only helps you, but actually is really significant in how many top successful leaders do the same, that they get up early to invest in themselves at the beginning of the day before the day gets busy. So what sort of things do you think would make the difference in that period of time? What, How do you fill your batteries? Okay, so to start off, to talk to focus on for a minute where what you have five things maybe that are grateful that you're grateful for and you know it's so interesting because i write them down it helps me to write them down sometimes they're people sometimes they're experiences sometimes it's the sun shining you know but it it just that alone puts your had in a different place. If you're a visionary person, which I am, I always have a vision board um, that I create each year, and that is near my bed. And I thank the universe or whoever you believe in as if it's already happened. Mm -hmm. Thank you for this amazing opportunity to do a TED Talk, to move to... California to bring the love of my life into my life. So you're and and if you've ever read the book Think and Grow Rich, 
this is one of the exercises. And if you haven't, it, it's, it's still one of the top sellers. It's amazing. It's still so relevant. I can't believe it. And this is part of it is speaking what you want every day when you wake up and every, every night before you go to bed. The next thing is personal growth. And I've always been into personal growth and it's everywhere now. So I love to read, but if you don't love to read or you feel like you don't have time, there's podcasts and audio books and so many things, you know, choices to invest in yourself and so many different topics, definitely physical activity. There's not a, not a question. And, and I know for many of us, I know myself, when I get out of this routine is when I reach over, when I wake up in the morning, whether it's at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., and I start with the phone first. It's and, so important to me that for each person that you find what fills your battery, whether that's meditation. For me, it's getting out in the garden or nature and actually getting grounded and get my hands dirty Um, and I think you know the exercise we know creates endorphins and and the feel-good factor um, and is a great antidote to stress you know I collect gratitudes during the day and notice the little things to be grateful for A, a hug a phone call a nice cup of tea all of those things are things to be grateful for and they recalibrate the brain don't they so that the brain starts yes. to look for the positive. Yes. And then it and then what ultimately ends up happening, Gina, is that you end up approaching the day in a proactive way and you end up having so much more. We talked about giving. Yes. You have so much more to give to your to your family, to your friends, to your team, to your clients, to you know, it just, it changes everything. We've only got a very few minutes left to this show. I know that you have a blueprint. Um, tell us a bit about the blueprint. And I've got the uh, your website address so that people can go and, and access one. What's the blueprint about? The blueprint uh, is the three things that, that if you're in a situation and you're feeling overwhelmed or down or depressed or you're losing hope or you're losing faith or maybe you're in transition and you're in a great place and you just don't even know what's next or what you want next this is a blueprint to reclaim your power your positivity and your possibility that's brilliant and if people go to the website your website is www rachelroselive.com and that's all one word so www.rachelroselive.com and no spaces in that brilliant ultimately if you're listening to this just recognize that it's your life you're the common denominator you take yourself into every moment of every day are you making your choices just habitually without thinking Or are you making your choices moment by moment, consciously? And if you want some help, then Rachel's um, blueprint is a great way to start. And she's offering it to you free. So that's www.rachelroselive.com. Now, 
If you'd like some more help or you want to see more of the programs and things that I put out, then go to genuinely-u.com or to um, Gina Gardner, uh, Genuinely You at Gina Gardner on YouTube. There's lots and lots of resources there. Um, love to see you next week. But before we do, Genuinely You is a member of B1G1, Buy One, Give One. And it is an organisation set up to help businesses give on a regular basis and they have projects all the way around the world and the projects are always vetted they have a separate charity um, which deals with all of the uh, creating uh, the finances to support the admin and so on so every dime every cent every dollar every pound that goes to the projects goes to actually make a positive difference in the world and we have four projects on the go at the moment one is clean water one is feeding the hungry, uh, one is education, and the final one is supporting a charity that is helping children who are in the Ukraine with uh, everything that's going on there. And we will donate on your behalf. So which of the four projects would you like us to donate? I would love the education. Okay, and so um, a donation will be going in your name off to B1G1. Thank you. All I can do now is to say a huge thank you for being on the show. You're a great guest and a super friend. And thank you very much for joining us. I hope you've got a lot out of Rachel's story. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.